Good morning, good evening, and good afternoon, whatever it may be for you. My name is Caitlin Unland, and I am your host, and welcome back to Be That Girl podcast, also known as BTG. First of all, before I do anything else, I just want to say thank you to you guys. Um, I always post clips of the episodes on TikTok, right? And normally they get like, what, 30 or 40 views, like 40 likes. I don't know. But for whatever reason, my clips from last episode literally went viral, which if I would have known that was going to happen, I probably would have thrown on some makeup or did my hair. But I'm really not going to complain. Like I'm truly, I was in shock actually when I saw it and I'm so happy and I'm so thankful. I've gotten so many encouraging DMs, comments with questions, new topics for episodes, and it truly makes me so happy. The whole reason I wanted to start this podcast was because I wanted to use what I've learned throughout my life and the different experiences that I have been through to help others. So to know that I'm actually doing that and it's actually resonating with somebody is really all that I could ask for. So thank you guys for the support and to any new listeners that I might have, go back and listen to some of the previous episodes when you might need a pick-me-up and I hope you guys keep listening in the future. With that being said, please always feel free to message me, comment on my Insta or TikTok with any topics that you want to hear, any questions you might have that you want me to answer on the podcast in the future. I have lots that I want to talk about, but I obviously also want to talk about topics that interest you all as well. So without any further ado, today's episode is all about moving on, letting go, and healing from previous situations, relationships, traumas, and all that. And when I say moving on, I don't mean trying your best to forget it ever happened, distracting yourself or ignoring your emotions or trying to fill whatever empty void with something else. I'm talking about truly and fully accepting what was, what is, and finding peace in your present. That is how you know that you have fully moved on. So kind of my inspo behind this week's episode is actually the fact that one of my students came up to me a couple weeks ago and asked me for tips on how to get over someone. It caught me off guard. It was totally, I was not ready for that. Um, Also, before I get to that, I feel like my students are always my inspo for a lot of topics. So shout out to you guys. I know some of you guys listen. I love you guys and I literally couldn't live without you. But anyway, I've broken up this episode into five tips that have helped me move on from not just past relationships, but also situations or different traumas that I've had in my life. And I thought that I would share them with you guys. The first tip is the first thing I responded to my students' question with, so I'm going to give you guys that one first, but I know all of us at some point will have to learn to move on or find peace with some situation, so I know we can all resonate with something somewhere in this episode. So my first tip, tip number one, go no contact. Stop trying to convince yourself that you can be friends with the person who just broke your heart. And believe me when I tell you that once you have serious love for someone, that love never goes away. You may be in, not be in love with them anymore, but you will always have love for them. So you are lying to yourself if you believe that you can still be in contact with this person and still somehow move on. I'm talking full on no texts, no calls, block the number, all of that. And yes, I know it's freaking hard and it freaking sucks, but do you want to move on and be in a better place or not? I'm so sick of hearing my friends, my students, hell myself, Talk about how they plan to keep in contact with their ex because they didn't end on a bad note. And they were such an important person in my life that I want to still be friends with them. As important as that person was in your life, as much love as you had for them, if you truly want to let go and move on with your life, it is okay to love that person from afar. And not only is it okay, it is necessary. 
I'm going to use my most previous breakup as an example for most of these tips because this breakup happened last April, April of 2021. And it was with the person that I truly thought that I was going to marry. I thought I found my person. So when I lost him as a boyfriend, I also lost him as a best friend and I was devastated. We had a really traumatic breakup. So we did go completely no contact all the way from April 11th. And yes, I remember the exact day because like I said, it was traumatic. I, I will not forget it. Anyway, we went all the way from April 11th to mid-July without speaking a word to each other with someone that I spoke to every single day for three years previous to that. And those three-ish months that we didn't really talk, I can say I did more work on myself than I ever have in my entire life, and I was truly moving on. I was still thinking about him a lot, but it was no longer an everyday thing. I was finally getting to where I could listen to Youngboy again. NBA Youngboy was his favorite artist, and he was pretty much the only artist that we listened to together. So every time I would hear him, hear Youngboy without him, it was hard. But then he texted me. I remember it perfectly. I was in Florida on vacation with my family, and I saw his name pop up on my phone for the first time in months. I like, I can feel all these feels again. <laughs> um, my heart started racing. My eyes immediately filled up with tears before I even read the message. And then once I actually got through one sentence of the message, the tears actually fell and I started crying. It said, I'm not trying to barge back into your life or nothing, but I just want to apologize for anything that I have ever said or done that was wrong towards you. That was just the first sentence. I'm not going to say the whole text. And yes, I literally do have the text memorized because I read it probably 6,732 times. But in complete transparency, I have not fully moved on from this situation. I'm a lot better than I used to be. I've come a long way, but I'm not quite there yet. So I don't want to go back down that road and rehash that entire text. Anyway, after this text, we continue to be on and off from mid-July to the end of 2021, where if you listened to my last episode, was when I decided to completely cut off any form of relationship that we might have had, any form of contact, all that. I went from completely moving on and finding peace straight back to wondering when I'd hear from him next, when I'd see him next, anxiety about what he was doing, not being able to sleep, all just because he sent me that text and I let him back in. It was truly like I took one step forward and then two steps back. At the end of the day, that person will always hold a special place in your heart, in your life, and in your story. You will always have those memories and you should always be thankful for that. But at some point, you are going to have to be the one to decide within yourself that you are ready to create new memories and start writing the next chapter in your life without them. Tip number two, accept that your healing journey is not linear. It is not a straight line from your trauma to being completely freed of the pain that you experienced. You are going to have ups and downs. You're going to have good and bad days, days where you don't even think about it, and days where all you do is reminisce and all you do is cry. Understand that it takes time, and when the time is right, you will find peace. I remember last summer there was a day that really hit me hard. I don't know why, but for whatever reason, I woke up that morning and I was really missing his presence so badly that I almost reached out. Keep in mind, this was when we were in no contact, but I did not let myself reach out. I was literally mad at myself for still being upset about the situation because it looked like he was happy and moving on with his life. I remember venting to my friends and literally asking, what is wrong with me? Like, why can I not move on with my life? Why am I so upset about someone who disrespected me so horribly and is out there living their best life? Know that there is no timeline to healing and you are allowed to take as much time as you need before you are ready to fully let go and fully move on. 
after my breakup, I quite literally didn't leave my room for about a month besides to go to work and to go to the gym. I'd come home, close my door for my roommate, who also happens to be my best friend, but I didn't want her to speak to me at the time because I wasn't in an okay place mentally, and that was okay. Once I started to finish up school for the semester, I was like, I've got to make a change. I have been depressed for a month. Now I've got to do something different. So I told myself that once the semester was over, I was done hiding and throwing myself a pity party for what was. My advice to you, give yourself a time limit to sit there and cry. Get it all out. And once that week, that month, whatever it is, is up, start saying yes to things again. Start going out with your friends again. Go on a date when you feel ready. Let yourself feel all the feels, but don't forget that no one is going to come rescue you from your pain. That is your job. Tip number three for moving on, and I say this one deep from deep in my soul. (laughs) No social media stalking. In my notes, I actually wrote that in all caps because I need y'all to listen to this. Block the page. If you're not strong enough to block their page yet, mute the story, unfollow them, remove them as a follower so that they can't like your pictures or your stories. By keeping them on social media, you are just continuing to prolong letting go of that relationship. You want to keep up with what they're doing or you want them to be able to keep up with what you're doing. You will know that you have truly moved on from someone when you no longer feel the need to keep that connection through social media. Now, (laughs) something that I haven't really addressed on this podcast is something that I know most females do, you know, we're FBI agents. We stalk, we do our research, all that. I was in so deep with my ex that I had a whole other account just to stalk any girl's pictures that he liked or that he followed. He was a professional football player, so he had like an official fan page. And I would even stalk the girls commenting on those pictures. And let me tell you, I honestly have never met someone who's a better researcher than me. (laughs) Like, I'm being dead serious. I found out quite literally every single thing that I could ever want to know. Or as I used to say, I am now a retired FBI agent, but I really was the best. (laughs) Anyway, I no longer have the fake accounts or creep on anyone like that because it did nothing for me besides make me hurt myself in the end. Because I went looking for something that I knew was going to hurt me. My point is, I didn't even stop stalking him even after we broke up. For months after the breakup, I still knew exactly what city he was in what he was doing, who he was with, what girls he was talking to, all that. Don't be like me. Be better than me. Block the account and keep it pushing. Tip number four, feel all the feels. Don't waste your time distracting yourself with another person, alcohol, partying, whatever your drug of choice. Don't do it. That does nothing for you besides prolong your healing. Feel every emotion. Acknowledge every emotion as they come and then let them go. We've all heard the saying, in order to get over someone, you have to get under someone new and shut the fuck up. Honestly, that's such bullshit. The quicker you try and move on without acknowledging your hurt, the more you're just going to end up inflicting that hurt on somebody else. So often we see people projecting past hurt and past relationship issues on their current significant other just because they never took the time to heal themselves and deal with the issues going on inside of them before moving on. Yeah, it definitely, it's nice to have a new person as a distraction, but it doesn't solve the problem. It's just that it's a distraction from the problem. It doesn't fix the problem. It's been a year and a month since my breakup and I'm still single. I have yet to get into another relationship. I've gone on dates with other guys. I've dated other guys, but nothing that has stuck or that's been serious because I know deep inside of me, I'm really just not ready. 
my friends and my family want me to date so badly. And I'm just like, I refuse to be like that. I refuse to get into another relationship until my, I am 100% completely over my ex and two, completely healed from the trauma that came with that relationship. So honestly, take a couple weeks, months, years after your breakup, whatever your heart desires and have a fucking glow up physically, mentally, emotionally, everything. And don't do it just to make your ex jealous or regret losing you. Do it so that when you do find your soulmate, you are physically, mentally, and emotionally ready to be the best version of yourself for them because that's how you want to find your significant other. I'm a big personally go get a tattoo, dye my hair, and get a new wardrobe girl. Find your thing and do whatever you have to do to level up. Go on your hot girl walks, do your meditation, your journaling, and turn into, I mean, in my case, it would be Caitlin 2.0, but turn into whatever the 2.0 upgraded version of yourself would be. My last tip that I have for you guys on this episode, probably honestly the most important one, stop expecting closure. Closure from another person does not exist. The disrespect, the breakup, the hurt is your closure from that person. That final conversation that you think you need to have with that person is completely unnecessary. You expecting them to somehow come out and tell you everything that you have wanted to hear the whole relationship but they haven't said is delusional. Closure doesn't exist in another person. The only person you can find closure in is yourself. Let's be real for a minute. We all know exactly what you really want when you text your ex asking for closure. I, myself, (laughs) have used all the cards in the deck when it comes to wanting closure. I need to have that conversation in person with you so I can see you one last time. I want to get everything out before we stop speaking. Blah, 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 bullshit, 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 because that's what it is. You know, damn well, you only want to go talk to that man so you can either, one, have sex with him and think that will make him stay, or two, get all dot up and look like a bad bitch to make him regret what happened and want you back. You're only playing yourself at that point because at the end of the day, even if you do go over there and have that quote unquote close your conversation, you are never going to get what you want out of it. And the sooner you realize that, the better. One of my favorite things that I liked about my ex was how brutally honest he was. He was a lot of things, but a liar he was not. I remember I did get to have that closure conversation with him and we went back and forth and literally around in circle for probably two hours. He asked me to say, like, he, he could he could just tell by looking at me when something's bothering me. And after that, we had talked back and forth for two hours. He was like, what, what is wrong? And I said, there's no point talking about it. And he said, why? Because you know that you're not going to get the answers that you want. And it hurt, but he was it was true. He was right. I went over there thinking that if I could just have this one last conversation with him, that I would somehow magically get him to see things from my point of view and magically get all the things out of him that I had been waiting and wanting to hear from him. But at the end of the day, if he wanted to say those things, he would have been said it during the three years of our relationship, but he didn't want to because he wasn't meant for me. That closure that you think you need to move on is bullshit. The only person and the only thing that you need closure from is yourself. And the only way that you can give yourself closure is by moving on to the point where you have worked through every emotion and gotten to a point of peace inside of yourself with that situation. As I have mentioned, everybody's healing journey is different and everybody needs different things to allow themselves to move on. Take these tips if you want and don't take them if you don't want. But if there's one thing this life has taught me is that hurt people hurt people. And if you did not take the time to heal your traumas, you can you will continue to hurt other people. Let me say that again because I stuttered and I didn't like how it sounded. 
If there is one thing that life has taught me, it's that hurt people hurt other people. And if you do not take the time to heal your traumas, you will continue to hurt other people. See, that came out much better the second time. I'm happy I did that. <laughs> anyway, if you guys have any breakup tips that have worked for you, send me a message so I can do a part two on this topic since I know it's something that a lot of us have to deal with. Um, if you haven't dealt with it already, you will at some point in your life. So as always, thank you so much for listening. And until next time, this is Caitlin Edmund, and I am signing off. XOXO, the queen.